2: Hi, this is Rob McConnell, and I invite you to join me on Turquoise Radio for the Exxon Radio Show, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. After 21 years of paranormal TV and radio, thousands of celebrity interviews, and millions of worldwide supporters, I am very excited to bring my show to Turquoise Radio, where together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal to the science of parapsychology and all topics in between. Check out the website at turquoiseradio.com for showtimes. The X Zone Radio Show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, on Turquoise Radio. And I'll see you in the X Zone. Media Papa Hotel Lima Echo November radio check
1: Papa Echo November, good afternoon, uh, Radio 5
2: Good
3: afternoon, Radio 5 as well, Papa Echo November
1: Radio Welcome to the
2: X-Zone A place where fact is fiction And fiction is reality Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell
4: I'm a loser I'm a loser and I'm not what I appear to be I've always...
2: And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exonradiotv.com. Now, before I get to my guest this hour, Sandy Frost, I have to tell you about some exciting news, Exxon Nation. As you know... We are now going to be on the Turquoise Radio Network in Canada, the United States, and Europe. That makes it five radio networks that the X-Zone is on, and that's not including. I don't know how many independent radio stations worldwide we're on. I, I, I can't keep track. But another exciting thing is we are now broadcasting in high-definition stereo. And you can listen to the show 7 days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year in high-definition stereo at www.exzoneradiotv.com forward slash listen Sandy Frost is my guest this hour, ExoNation, and she is a one-woman newsroom who's specializing in investigating nonprofit corruption. Her 20 years of journalism experience includes daily news, daily copy-editing, Radio news, technical writing, content writing, and magazine writing. Sandy began in writing online uh, 12 years ago and has transformed her digital journalism into a publishing company to release her third book. Listen to this great title, Vampires of Charity, Secret Societies, and Human Trafficking at Taxpayer Expense. That is what I call a title. Now, Sandy has served as the director for the Western Washington Society of Professional Journalists Pro Chapter, was named a 2001 SPJ Diversity Fellow while serving on the SPJ Diversity Committee, and has won four SPJ awards, including two for her current investigation. Now, she is a Navy vet who served as an electronics technician and is the original shareholder of at, I'm sorry, Sandy. How do you how do you pronounce that? Atna. 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 And that's an Alaska Native Corporation. Her website is What's the website, Sandy?
3: The Vampires of Charity.com.
2: Exonation. That is my guest this hour, Sandy Frost, <laughs> and Sandy will be joining me on the other side of this 2-minute commercial break as we blow the lid sky high on crooked charities, and much more. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable, Turquoise Radio, and broadcast affiliates worldwide. Sandy Frost is my special guest, talking about vampires of charity as we continue here in the Exxon in two minutes. Don't go away.
4: Million, my friend. I should have known she would win in the end. I'm a loser. And I lost someone who's near to me. I'm a loser. I am not what I...
0: We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying. Thank you.
1: Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for 2 two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.
5: Great news! For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores.
4: He's come to know, Ooh. He, said he's going. he said he's going, back to find, going back to find.
2: Ooh. 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 What's <laughs> my guest this hour is Sandy Frost. Her website is www.thevampiresofcharity.com. And uh, first of all, Sandy, I want to welcome you to the x It's great talking to you. And uh, I don't know if people tell, uh, say this to you, but I want to thank you on behalf of the x Nation for having served to protect democracy as a member of the armed forces. So thank you, Sandy.
3: Well, thank you. And thank you for being in law enforcement yourself because, you know, in those positions, we take oaths,
4: mm-hmm.
3: we uphold those oaths. And so when I found... What I have found, and we see people taking oaths to secret societies that violate the oaths to protect and serve, that's the whole problem of what I found, in a nutshell, to include congressmen.
2: Yeah, you know and what... So, judges, congressmen. Exactly. As well as members of the military. Yep. Because, you know, we, we've we talked on this show about um, secret societies before. We've talked on this show about... Uh, members of the military and astronauts who break their oath to, I I don't know why they do it, but they they talk about, well, the government knows this, the government knows that, and here's the proof. And if they take their oath seriously, and they break their oath, Sandy, how can we take anything they say as real?
3: Well, we can't. And I'm going to just leap forward here Mm -hmm. because... Once people hear what you and I are going to discuss, they're going to become enraged. And I want to turn the rage into change because I have a a, a petition on WhiteHouse.gov that we will discuss later. But this will ask our congresspeople to investigate not the nonprofit corruption, but the evidence gathered by federal, state, local authorities, as well as the Brazilian federal police. So now, we have an action step, which I think is kind of mentally healthy for people, because, as you said, this has a horrible impact on the nonprofit community. There are awesome nonprofits out there, and I, I, I'm almost apologizing
2: to them. Well, well let's, this, I think what's happening, Sandy, is we're getting a little ahead of our time because the listeners are saying, well, why is she apologizing to nonprofits? So let's tell them why. First of all, let me ask you, why are you here?
3: Um, I'm here to talk about my book, uh, Vampires of Charity, because it's tax month. Mm -hmm. And what what I have found is the biggest non-profit tax fraud of our time. Uh, It is human trafficking and prostitution by secret societies at taxpayer expense. Wow. These organizations, members of these organizations, Uh, This one organization, the Royal Order of Jesters, is a secret subgroup of the Shriners. Those guys in the red dresses and with a network of hospitals and members. uh, Within about six weeks in '08, I wrote the first article about the Jesters. I exposed them. It was over a really boring matter of a property tax issue, but these guys built their headquarters and were trying to have the property tax be exempt because they tried to make it a museum, and the assessor came through said it's not a museum they appealed and they lost the appeal now this is important but then uh, two weeks later i published an article that suggested that jesters were going to be called as witnesses to testify about their firsthand knowledge of sex with minor prostitutes in brazil and about three weeks after that the buffalo news reported three Three jesters had been caught in a human trafficking sting by the FBI to include a state Supreme Court judge, his law clerk, and a former police captain. That's why we're here.
2: So so you found this out uh, through whistleblowers and the Buffalo News, as well as anonymous sources and digging online. So what are these implications with... The the gestures. Now people are probably saying, Okay, it sounds like regular Washington stuff to me. It doesn't sound that bad. Okay, so they get their fingers slapped and that's it. So what is the true implication of what we're talking about?
3: The true implication is that these nonprofit groups from the Royal Order of Gestures, uh, right now in Florida, people have may have heard that the Lieutenant Governor of Florida resigned after being questioned about another nonprofit group who was operating an illegal gambling enterprise, which now includes another charity of people using kids with cancer to raise money. Mm. So we have these we have these non profit groups using kids and veterans to raise money and then the Royal Order of Justers writing off their costs of partying as a non profit group. Somehow the the Jesters put their exempt purpose as mirth and merriment. I have one tax return from Florida that says their exempt purpose is to have fun. So, when they do not pay their taxes and they write off say one tax return shows $600,000 for a weekend party, they what they don't pay in taxes as a nonprofit group we subsidize or make up for. And that's the fraud.
2: Tell me about the top 3 articles in your book.
3: Well, I would have to say that a sheriff was caught by the FBI. And the number one uh, article, I think, would be yeah. how the feds, the U.S. Attorney and Department of Justice, in the sheriff's indictment described the Royal Order of Jesters in their own section. So this is not a rumor, this is not oh bad tax returns, this is the Fed's Department of Justice prosecuting a sheriff for taking limos of prostitutes to a national gesture meeting in Canada. And so in this section, they de- define the gestures as a group throughout the United States that hold these events called Books of the Play, and that... Uh, The prostitutes who are at the events are trafficked by a guy in nearly... There's a guy in nearly every single court who gets prostitutes for their weekend parties, and that is how the Royal Order of Jesters is defined by the Department of Justice. Wow. (laughs) That's number one. The second article is Jesters in Congress. Uh, I was contacted by CNN... Uh, They were having an event, the Writers' Cup, at a Shriner golf course, and I was contacted to talk about the Shriners. Well, I decided to find out if any jesters had contributed to uh, elections. And what I found with the Federal Election Committee is that two United States congressmen put on their uh... disclosures that they used campaign funds for gesture membership and one of them used it for adjuster event registration
2: how illegal That's, is that
3: um... Th- specifically the federal election commission says that uh... no campaign funds are supposed to be used for something personal and so it's clearly against the law and uh, the federal election commission received a complaint and they are currently investigating. Uh, this is why this article is so important because this congressman is currently being investigated by the Federal Election Commission, and he's Gus Bilirakis out of Florida. Uh, he's being investigated for the illegal use of campaign contributions. And then the third article is jesters lose tax decision. When uh, my site, I write for Newsvine.com. I've been there uh, the past seven years, and it's a subsidiary of NBC, so people can Google. It's sandyfrost.newsvine.com, and when they find jesters lose tax decision, there's a picture of a jester with his arm around two teenage girls, underage girls. This is one of the jesters who went to Brazil, and this is, again, the kind of boring stuff, but my work is so important because... When I say something, there's a document for it. There's a tax return. There's a, an indictment. There's a plea agreement. There is, and I've written apologies because my target audience is investigators. I, I take great pride that there has been a grand jury, that there are legal things and investigations going on, and I can tell from Google Analytics where the hits come from. And I've been hit from everybody from the IRS and CIA and FBI and Brazil and everywhere that law enforcement will come to my site so investigators can get an idea of, of what they're dealing with and be directed to the proper document.
2: Let me ask you this, Sandy. What motivates you? Why have you taken on this this quest? You're like, you're, um, you're like the Don Quixote of the Jesters.
4: Kind
3: of. My, my husband says I'm a paladin. <laughs> I began investigating the Brazil child sex tourism story, Mm -hmm. five girls went to the Brazilian federal police and told them that a man named Richard came to their Indian reservation, which is illegal in Brazil, promised them a job on a boat cooking and cleaning. When they got there, they were made drunk, given drugs, and forced to have sex with North American fishermen. And when I read these girls' statements, one of them said she was 13 and was left pregnant after one such trip. I'm I'm Alaska Native, and I felt that these were like my daughters. And I vowed to write and fight for them because what happened to them, especially the 13-year-old, her and her mom were thrown out of their village because of the pregnancy. Um, then there was a Brazilian news report where this same story was investigated about two years after I began investigating and there were the girls were talking on the news story to the reporter with their mm-hmm. eyes blacked out and that's why I do this. Now the girls are actually suing this Richard Richard Scher in federal court for violating the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. And so it's this this is just not right. Uh, 19 jesters were called, actually, as witnesses to testify in the defamation suit that was actually filed by this Richard Cher. And uh, there are pictures, and in fact, on jesters lose tax decision, that article, there is a picture of a jester with these two girls. There are other um, pictures in other articles, and. In the same case, fishing tour guides were called as witnesses. And Sandy, I hate to yourself. do this,
2: sweetie, but we've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Explanation right. Sandy Frost is our special guest this hour. We're talking about Vampires of Charity. Her website is www.thevampiresofcharity.com. Sandy and I will be back on the other side of this news break. Don't go away. Dot XoneRadio dot com But
4: never did give nothing to the ten Canada is the Rocky Mountains, Canada is Prince Edward Island, Canada is the country made for love Canada is la belle us. Canada is the Yukon miner, Canada is a country full of love. We have love for our neighbour of whatever creed or colour, we have love for our cities and our valleys and our plains, we have a voice that is calling, telling all the world we're willing. Welcome to this great land. Well, that's what Canada is. Canada is the Rocky
2: Canada And welcome back to The x everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Now, if you'd like to know where Hamilton is, find Toronto on your map. Find Niagara Falls on your map. That'll bring you onto the shores of Lake Ontario. Smack dab in between is Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at TV.com on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com, and our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is a crusader. That's the best way I can describe her. Her name is Sandy Frost. She is uh, the author of a fascinating book that talks about... The Vampires of Charity. Her website is com. That's www.thevampiresofcharity.com. And uh, Sandy, welcome back to the x Zone, dear. Thank you. Now, why don't we pick up where we left off last time? Okay. Right.
3: We were discussing the third top article being mm-hmm. jesters lose tax decision because remember... They have been described by the Feds as having a nationwide network of uh, guys, geriatric pimps, mm-hmm. who get the prostitutes for their parties. And then the first article was gestures in Congress to show the the we have they're all over in high places of influence to protect. These, above all else, are master masons who then can join other groups like the Knights Templar. The original Knights Templar does still exist in that group. Mm -hmm. Scottish Rite, very rich group. And then, of course, the Shriners. And to be a Jester, one must be invited, secretly invited from the Shriners. And no wonder they're secretly invited, because if you're going to have bad leaders like this, then you have to have bad followers. So, Jester's lose Mm tax decision. The third article that I think is the best is critical, because it a an attorney for the state of indiana uh assessor marion county assessor successfully argued that the gestures do not qualify for a tax exemption and yet they still exist i on their last tax return they had some unusual language and i think they're being investigated by the irs but there is no good reason there, there is evidence there's plenty of evidence that this nonprofit group has no reason to exist and it's time you know like i said mm-hmm. i don't care if anybody wants to go live wild and and you know live like the rat pack in vegas just don't make me as a taxpayer or my kids or anybody else subsidize it and that is that is what is going on here
2: so are we seeing just the tip of the iceberg with this non-profit organization? Or is this an isolated case, Sandy? Or is the entire tax system being misused by other so-called non-profits?
3: Number one, I think this is the Achilles heel for masonry. Mm -hmm. I think that we're seeing... uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. My thrust is on nonprofit transparency, disclosure, and accountability. And so I've come at this from a very strict discipline point of view of the tax fraud there is also the aspect of the secret societies which leads us to ask why should any of these secret societies qualify as nonprofit groups the third question that you just mentioned is is this isolated and no in the news uh, all of a sudden a couple about a month ago the lieutenant governor resigned boom out of the clear blue sky And my phone lit up with other reporters and law, you know, other investigators calling me, going, "Is there a relationship between the Allied Veterans of the World, who is using veterans to raise money for through Mm -hmm. an illegal gambling operation, and the Royal Order of Jesters? Because where you have, and you know, as a previous law enforcement officer yourself, where there is gambling, there's going to be girls. Exactly. So the Jesters. Again, we're described by the D- Department of Justice as operating a nationwide network of human trafficking and prostitution.
5: So
3: San- yes, they're yes.
2: Okay. Have you ever been uh, threatened, sued, or harassed for your for the work you're doing in this? Well,
3: yes. When when I first when I I was first contacted in April uh 7 years ago by a Shriner whistleblower but previous to that I was investigating the nonprofit claims of a group made up of retired spies uh I've written another book about remote viewing you you know what remote viewing I is I
2: sure do yeah
3: Yeah the government's psychic oh you'll love that book but anyway so I investigated the International Remote Viewing Association's nonprofit claims and it took me 3 years but when I first asked them for their tax returns because I wanted to help them raise money, they sent me a cease and desist letter and they didn't even know how to run a nonprofit group. And that investigation was like a knife fight in a phone booth. So after three years, they finally complied with the IRS. They're a legitimate nonprofit group now. But I learned a whole lot about the field of remote viewing. And we'll talk about that another time. Sure. A month later, almost to the day, I was contacted by the Shriner whistleblower, and it's like, oh, well, I learned about all this nonprofit stuff for a reason. So I began then investigating, and a couple months after I began publishing articles, the Shriners, uh, that's how this all started, sued my whistleblowers because they thought they were writing their articles for me, and they wanted to see all the emails between me and the whistleblowers. And that really made me mad. Here, this was a horrible lawsuit. Uh, Vernon Hill, the whistleblower, he suffered a stroke. They put so much pressure. The people think the sh- the, the Shriners are not what they appear to be. Um, and I, I have another book coming out called Shriner Shame, which is completely different from the Jester's. So, yes, that it began with the Shriners suing my whistleblowers. Uh, the guy who put out the Jester's newsletter, which... Uh, things again you know underage girls just don't ask a bunch of dirty sex stuff that is sent to corporations if, if the employers uh the, the 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 public places like this judge Tills got his royal order adjuster newsletter through the court system uh there's another judge in florida uh tyree boyer who who puts down his, his county of jacksonville where he gets his
2: But wait, but let me ask ask you this, let me ask you this. In all fairness, okay, in all fairness, are you trying to blanket the entire Shriner organization as being a fraud? Because there are many people out there who say the Shriners do a fantastic job.
3: You asked the question. Here we go. Um, What I have found out about the Shriners is, number one, not only have they... Their their leaders are members of the gestures, but there was a Shriner study at the University of Cincinnati. I found out about this from a warning letter the FDA sent to a Shriner hospital in Sacramento. This Shriner warning letter, uh, then another one was sent to the hospital in Cincinnati, and the Shriners were running a study for a burn treatment called Permoderm. That was so bad, the FDA shut it down. I've investigated this for about six years, and it appears that and I have to be real careful how I say this. There is a distinct possibility some of these Schriner leaders use their mortgages to take out a loan so they can buy low and sell high when it comes to the burn treatment. This burn treatment, they were the shriners the National Institute of Health, and the FDA put millions of dollars into this study, and the FDA ordered an audit that showed how many times adverse effects were reported. Seven may have been reported. The audit may be found 1,700 adverse effects that were not reported. So what we also have now with the Shriners, I believe, is clinical research study that is fraudulent and that there's an effort to still get this product to the market. It was done through a military program uh, where it is um, regenerative medicine, and there is a grant that was written by a pharmaceutical company that contains only two patients, number 130 and 131, but I have evidence that these patients' data is fraudulent. All right, so
2: so, am so, uh, I so understanding you correctly when you say that some of the Shriners' mortgage of their homes take the money to... It appears not. Okay, it appears my that they... So it, so yeah. we're talking about insider trading here which is yep. uh, which is a totally yep. different crime than you know to right. uh, to fraud we're talking about uh, yeah. insider trading. That yeah, that's right. right. So basically what so basically run. so yeah. basically so basically what the shriners are doing here is the exact same thing that Donald Rumsfeld did with uh, aspartame. What do you what do you think should be done with the shriners, the Justers, I'm sorry, the jesters and those involved,
3: right. allied veterans, and then the children's cancer cooperative in Florida. Back to the current crimes. There are there is already, and we're talking evidence here. We're not talking I think mm-hmm. or I suspect. We're talking evidence of these crimes.
2: So so what is happening um, with all this evidence? Uh, what's the judicial Florida, system doing?
3: This, well, uh, the the investigation of the jesters it seems to have stopped after four of them were caught in New York. I was given, I received an anonymous call from a human traffic investigator about three months ago that mm-hmm. said everything has stopped in New York. They're done with that, and I don't know why. There was a grand jury in Florida that was looking to indict Richard Sheriff for human trafficking crimes. That they failed. And the only reason we know about that is because the girl sued him. So what is being done now in Florida is uh, there's a RICO investigation, racketeering, right. money laundering, RICO investigation into allied veterans and the children's cancer. Quality.
2: So what you've got here is you've got uh, you've got the IRS investigating tax fraud. You've got the FCC investigating insider trading, and now you've got law enforcement agencies investigating organized crime
3: yep through because of fraudulent non nonprofit groups so the next step that I have taken and people there again people can take turn rage into change by mm-hmm. going to the vampires and clicking on what is it take action and I've created a petition at white uh, the Whitehouse.gov. Mm-hmm. It took me about a day to actually write those words. But it calls for congressional investigation of the evidence of nonprofit crime to include, and I didn't include the Shriners in that petition because uh, that's just, that's really more criminal than any of this other stuff. I think for the Shriners to use, number one, their members, mm-hmm. number two, their elders, and in the Native American world, you do not abuse your elders. You honor them. Right. And number three, there's military veterans, retired military in the Shriners, business leaders, who are good. And I've made this real clear in my work. This is not about the Shriner who gets up, puts up his clown makeup, and drives, and who's dedicated. And Vernon Hill found... He found this bad stuff, but they do good stuff. But the worst part is that these members have been abused. They're being used as a front. So these other leaders can abuse their positions of public trust for private gain. Now, the, there was also a document released on WikiLeaks of a Shriner investigation. So there's more evidence that this committee can investigate about the Shriners. Potentate Bernard Lemieux ordered an internal investigation of Ralph Them, who used to be president, and Jean Bracewell, who was treasurer. And there's the fraternal and the charitable part of the, the the fraternity. They meet in their little lodges, and the hospitals are the charity. So this investigation happened because these guys went and fired one of the employees. I think he was the vice president of development, because they wanted to rehire a fundraiser who raised $47 million, but only gave two of it to the hospitals? Wow. So when I talk about the Shriners, yes, they've worked really hard to create this illusion of all the do-gooding stuff. But there are so many, so many problems. And again, the petition calls for investigation of
2: evidence. All right, stand by, uh, Sandy. You and I have to take our final break. XO Nation, Sandy Frost is my special guest. This has been one heck of an eye-opening hour, hasn't it, ExoNation? Nation? She's the author of Vampires of Charity. And the website that we're going to point you to, ExoNation, is as follows. www.thevampiresofcharity.com Sandy and I will be back on the other side of this short break as we conclude this hour here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell. Don't go away.
4: We have love for our city. And our valleys and our plains We have a voice that is calling Telling all the world we're willing To welcome them to this great land For well, that's what Canada is
0: Canada is the rock We all have that friend who wakes up early To go get everyone McDonald's breakfast But the rest of us sleep in This is your sign to thank them And if you're that friend This is us saying
2: I bet you there's a couple of clowns uh, crying now with this interview, I'll bet you. Boy, the the cat is out of the bag. The rabbit's out of the hat. The truth is out there, excellent. Thanks to our special guest of this hour, Sandy Frost. And uh, Sandy's website is www.thevampiresofcharity.com. First of all, Sandy, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and for sharing this this information, which is all factual information, this isn't uh, yeah. this isn't a conspiracy theory, this isn't no. something that was That's made right. up, this is fact, and I want to thank you so much for bringing it to the public.
3: Well, and thank you for having this show so I can share uh, this well-documented and shocking news with everybody, but again, I want to uh, tell everybody about my book because, mm-hmm. you know, here in the States, it is tax time. And there is no reason for us to subsidize uh, what I feel, you know, uh, are these crimes of human trafficking, prostitution, with links to child sex tourism. These jesters went to Brazil asking for girls over 13. My granddaughter turned 13 yesterday. That, you know, no, I, I don't even want to go there. I, it just infuriates me.
2: I would imagine so. Tell tell me, have you brought this information to your congressman or your, your senator?
3: I have attempted to bring this information to the Senate Finance Committee. Uh, that's about the only people I've tried to bring it to, uh, and they know. Mm-hmm. The Senate Finance Committee has files on this. They were gathering information on the Shriners to start with. And so, you know, now since that happened maybe four years ago when an intern was getting a hold of me and gathering information, so it's hard to say. I have uh, not reported this Mm -hmm. to agencies, um, but I've written so an investigator can go read my information, check the document, and, and make some sense. Hopefully... My information now, now, of course, I call sources. I mean, I was on the phone when this allied veteran story broke out of Florida and the Mm -hmm. lieutenant governor resigned. I was on the phone to the Secret Service, the FBI, some sheriff's people, other investigators, other journalists, but I've not really officially reported it.
2: Okay. Uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned uh, you contacted an, an intern and automatically I thought of Monica Lewinsky and then Bill Clinton. <laughs> so listen, listen, we have to say so long for tonight, but I want to thank you ever so much again. You're going to be on with us in the future because there's much more yeah. to this story that you, we need to cover. Quickly, yeah. let our listeners know where they can get a copy of your book.
3: Uh, the vampires of charity dot com on the first page is a picture of the cover click on the cover you can go and buy the book at smashwords.com my publisher uh, my ebook distributor and um, then they can learn and the other the other thing they can do is go to the take action page at the vampires of dot com and go sign the petition so congress can start to uh Investigate the evidence of this widespread nonprofit corruption.
2: All right, Sandy, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet here in the X Zone. X Zone Nation, I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the X Zone continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, in high definition stereo from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada.